Your source for Big Ten Talk, it's Off Tackle Empire! Welcome to the very esteemed Northwestern we here at Off Tackle Empire. And As a middle grad, I'm going to cut you off because the things that I have to say are very important. I'm Andrew Krzyzewski, your Thumbasaurus. This is Northwestern Week. Indeed it is. And, uh, you know, like, I, I feel like only the riffraff is drinking beer, so we don't really have a, a win fight try booster of the week available. Um, most of, you know, it's, it's, it's... The youth and, uh, as we said before, the uneducated. The peasants, really. The, the uneducated. Peons. Uh, have you ever seen... Those without refined <laughs> palates. They don't have a taste for the finer things in life. I was, I was going to drop some kind of reference to wine in there, but all I know is I like the red more than the yellow, or the white, as you might call it. So, uh, Northwestern... Won the division last year and went, you know, did not did not win the title game, of course, because they played Ohio State and it doesn't usually go well. But a division champion before Nebraska, before Michigan, um, just want to point that out. And well, yeah, depending on your definition of division, oh, champion. I forgot Nebraska actually did win one. It <laughs> was a long time ago, and. They didn't win I don't the think, West. See, the thing is, if we had left that uncorrected, I don't think many Nebraska fans would have been hitting us up online and be like, hey, actually... Remember uh, that time <laughs> that Wisconsin scored 70 points on us? <laughs> don't you ever forget that. Wisconsin that would have finished third in the division otherwise. Yeah, we remember. Thanks for bringing it. Sorry for my mistake. Um, still, got one ahead of Michigan, just pointing that out too. So, despite winning the division title last year... Despite not being a type of program that's ever going to have a whole bunch of guys leave at once. It's not like they had a wave of NFL departures. I mean, they lost a starting quarterback, but I still haven't seen many previews picking them to finish higher than third in the West. Which, granted, is wide open. Anyone could win the Big Ten West. Except Illinois. But notwithstanding that fact, I do not see many people, if anyone, picking Northwestern to be that team. Why come? Well, simply because there's no reason to suggest that they're going to get themselves out of the kind of jams in conference games that they did last year. Because one of the important things that you want to have there is a quarterback with a lot of experience in the system. And, you know, for all that I ragged on him, right, for all the uh, supposed learning that he was going to do... I mean, Clayton Thorson was a four-year starter. That's projected first-round pick, Clayton Thorson, to you. Indeed it is. So, why? Who could have actually thought that? But in, in any case, well, uh, Tanner Lee and oh my God, who's the other? Tanner guy? Lee was like a Tanner Lee round and pick. Gardner Minshew are round. now the primary backups to Nick Foles in Jacksonville. You could do a lot worse than Gardner Minshew. I mean, he's That's tired, true. but he's he's. Fucking productive and accurate. He's got a hell of a mustache. I'd rather die with Gardner Minshew definitely before Tanner Lee. I don't know how that guy held on in the league at all. But so know, anyway, isn't Brock Osweiler still in the league too? So Brock Lobster. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yes, Clayton Thorson leaves, and maybe if you're looking at Northwestern from the outside, you don't know who any other other players are. So you're like, oh well, he's gone. So they're gonna be um. 
They have the most talented player that they've probably ever had at any position, arguably, certainly at quarterback, coming online and eligible. The most talented year. incoming player. Right, because you always got to evaluate that like the most talented high school recruit, if you will. I know. You, you know oh, you mean? mean, yeah, I'm not saying he's going to, like, he's the greatest, into, like, yeah, like, Corey yeah. was better as a senior, sure. But, yeah. yes, that's, that is what I mean, that in terms of new to Northwestern, Hunter they've Johnson never had is an the, incoming player. No, Hunter Johnson's the most talented guy they've ever had. Although, I mean, they had Prater transferring from USC. He was a former five-star. If you want to compare, maybe he was higher ranked. I don't care because... I, mean, I was upset about um, losing out on that one until, you know... You saw him play. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> he's the presumptive starter. And it's fair to say, as you mentioned, that this is a system that guys tend to get better in with experience. But he's still by far the most physically talented guy they've ever had. And speaking of talent, I guess we'll take a quick detour to look at the recruiting class. It is the most Northwestern football recruiting class of all time. 52nd in the country, 12th in the conference, all three stars. Very few, if any of them, are likely to play right away. And in a couple years, they're going to have several starters, and then they'll have a couple more stars the year after that. A couple of those guys will be standouts. Some of them will be reserves. A couple of them will play. That's how Northwestern's classes go. They have a very high hit rate, very low washouts, which is why their upperclassmen tend to be good, because they've been there the whole time. That's how they do it. Yep, that's, that's how the secret you, and sauce. And that really is how you build the kind of program that wins close games. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all it's all guys who have a belief in this system because it's been the same two coordinators the whole time they've been there. And don't make mistakes because they have so much experience in the system. And that is, I'm going to keep hammering this home because we actually, we, uh, we, we met a former... Uh, Northwestern player under Pat Fitzgerald who confirmed that yeah. that really is the philosophy he drives home is that you're gonna make fewer mistakes and why would than you the not? It, the results have generally been it, that in most cases they're sure there are plenty of times I don't, well if I want to say plenty of times they only play Ohio State so many times but there will be games where they simply do not have the physical talent to keep up and there still, will be games when for whatever reason they make some early mistakes. And you usually end up losing because of that. But those are few and far between. Yeah. But, yeah, Akron. And, and yeah, when they don't, what it most typically is, is they just sit there and wait for the other team to make mistakes first. And a lot of the time they do, because most other college teams are not so disciplined. Okay, I'm looking at at Northwestern's recruiting class, and, like, doesn't Jensen Hooper-Price just sound like a Northwestern player? Sounds like a lacrosse player. So yes, he's a Northwestern football player. <laughs> yeah, let's see. You also you, you always need, um, huh, Dominic D'Antonio. But there's an apostrophe in there, so so he's related to the basketball coach. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's the thing. That's the big reason that Northwestern does not get the respect often afforded conference champions is because they lost all three of their non-conference games. Uh, one to a 6-6 six and six Duke team quarterbacked by like what, what's got to be the most lambasted draft pick I can remember in recent That's first memory. round draft pick Daniel Jones to you, sir. That's top 10 draft pick Daniel Jones. And also uh, Woody from Toy Story lookalike. Yeah, yeah, he's got um, kind of like the like his head takes up so much of his body. It's I've heard weird. him described as 
the guy you would cast to play young Eli Manning in a movie about Eli Manning. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, if you look at his highlights against Northwestern and only those, you can understand why the Giants picked him so high, but... The rest of the season didn't bear that out. And presumably in the NFL, he's going to see a slightly higher level of athleticism than the Northwestern defense. Just a thought. Anyway. No, so no, yeah, Northwestern's recruiting class is not going to wow anybody, but they usually don't. And occasionally they will have a guy like Isaiah Bowser, who shows up as a true freshman after a surprising... I mean, I think it was a surprise. I don't remember hearing anything about it before it just happened, when Jeremy Larkin... What, what exactly? He had some kind of like serious illness, didn't he? Well, he had a degenerative like, joint he... condition or something like that in like his neck. Yes, wasn't some kind of stenosis he had? Oh, like, it, spinal it was. Stenosis? Um, it was well, like a, anyway, a yeah. cervical narrowing of the spinal. Yeah, bone that's stenosis. Yeah, yeah, stenosis. Yeah. Actually, I, th- I think I think David Wilson, the former Giants player who I remember being a, a freak athlete out of Virginia Tech, had this same. I think, Jarvis, I think Jarvis Jones was diagnosed with it, which is why he left USC and ended up at Georgia. And I'm pretty sure we've had this exact conversation before, probably about Larkin when this happened. But anyway, the point being that occasionally they will have a guy who shows up, usually in the offensive skill positions, right away. But there doesn't really seem to be that kind of opening this year because, transitioning to the offense discussion, they've got pretty good continuity, especially at the skill positions. Offensive line, they'll have some answers to find but that's been kind of the weakness of this offense for most of Pat Fitzgerald's tenure they haven't really had an above average to good offensive line relative to the rest of the Big Ten which again when you're compared to Wisconsin and Iowa yeah your offensive lines aren't going to look very good and they get enough out of the running game anyway that you know it kind of doesn't matter because the quick timing passing of this offense doesn't exactly require them to sit in their stances for three four seconds while the routes develop so the offensive line is not going to be a, an outstanding unit, but with Bennett Skoranek, Riley Lees, Isaiah Bowser, plenty of options for Hunter Johnson to come in and probably have some success with right away. Um, defensively, it's kind of the same story. I think if you had to decide which team's playmakers would you, which unit's playmakers would you rather have on your team, the defense is the answer. Uh, Joe Gaziano continues to be the best defensive end nobody mentions in a conference with lots of good defensive ends. Patty Fisher is going to get a lot of shout-outs because he's got a cool Irish name and he makes a lot of tackles. And, oh, isn't he just like... he's? Get, is there any way Patty Fisher isn't the next coach of Northwestern football? Quite possibly. Um, depends on how long that uh, those reigns are going to be there because, man, Pat Fitzgerald is still fairly young. He's like 45 or something, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, as college coaches go. Yeah. You, you often hear coaches... Not too much younger than him described as Wonderkins. Right. <laughs> well, he's like Lane Kiffin's age, basically. Yeah, yeah, and yet he's been, what's he been there for 15 years now? No, um, almost though. I mean, I think 13, uh, it was, he took over, what, 2006, 2007? Earlier than that, because he's definitely been there at least a couple years longer than D'Antonio. Was going into year 12. I want to say it was 2006 that Randy Walker uh, suddenly passed. I don't know. Like but in the off season. In any case, you've got those two guys. You've got J.R. Pace. The defense should be okay. Without Montre Hardage, I don't think they have an obvious impact at corner, but they're usually 
defensively sound, and that's probably going to be the case again this year. So moving on to the schedule, they open at Stanford, which is a tough game, but if you lose it, it's totally irrelevant for a team that's never going to make the playoff. Let's call a spade a spade. Northwestern is never going to make the playoff. And once you have that frame of reference... It's a lot easier to determine which games matter and which ones don't. The only games that should matter to Northwestern are conference games, where they've been a lot better than they have in the non-conference last couple years because this thing they do where they suck early doesn't matter, except this year, because this year, two conference games in September, and uh, boy, is their conference schedule both difficult and very front-loaded. So they have the opener at Stanford, they host UNLV, then they host Michigan State. Then they go to Wisconsin. They go to Nebraska. They get a bye. Michigan then State they... and Wisconsin are in September, by the way. Yes. So September Northwestern doesn't stand a chance. Thank... Please, please tell me that we can finally take advantage of September Northwestern. And oh, win. my God! September Northwestern versus coach who refuses to adapt to what Pat Fitzgerald does. It's going to be zero... No, it's going to be, it's going to be 9-9 in quadruple overtime... And uh, they're just going to call a game at that point. Like, get, everyone, just get the fuck out of here. Go home. Uh, this is canceled. It just, no wins, no losses. Not, but nobody gets a tie either. Just, this, just, they're. Can you this assign is a null loss set. to both teams? No, what we're going to do is we're going to sign on in the record column. It's going to say null set for this week. And it just, nope, didn't happen. Bye. Bye, everybody. That's how that's going to go. Um, so, yeah, the conference schedule starts Michigan State at Wisconsin, at Nebraska, by Ohio State, Iowa at home. Uh, <laughs> that's all your toughest games right up front. Yeah, because really when you look at <clears throat> November, which is when Northwestern is typically good, well, by the time they get, they get good, all you have left to prove anything against is Indiana, Purdue, UMass, Minnesota, and Illinois. Yeah, and granted... Opinions will vary on what minute. I think most people think Minnesota is going to be substantially better this year. I think most people are still pretty high on Purdue, but yeah, three of your more winnable. I mean, I'd say three of your four most winnable games. Although well, and your, in, yeah, I mean, and your second and your second string barely beat Illinois last year, so you might have to actually keep the starters in the whole game this time. Yeah, heaven forbid. So, I guess the response to the schedule overall is kind of oofda. I mean, what do you you already gone on record as calling Nebraska to win the division? I think honestly, having reviewed what I've reviewed, I feel like it's going to be Iowa in the West. And I'm trying to remember if on previous episodes I've actually picked anybody else to win. If so, it was probably Wisconsin. Uh, but you know, I've heard I've been following we our Wisconsin correspondents here on OT keep us supplied with lots of press clippings and and. You know, comments from Paul Christ on the state of the Badger quarterback derby. And I'm really concerned that I'm, I'm not hearing enough references to work in his, in his, in his press statements. You know, we've, we he's mentioned guys and he talks about things and sometimes he's got an idea and sometimes even a good idea. Or I think today he might've said he had a really good idea of who the quarterback is. I just don't hear enough about work. If that makes sense. And I'm concerned. I'm concerned because, you know, when you're talking about a noun, you want to have a noun that verbs nouns. Well, what I want to know is, are they all football players? And 
do those football players want to play football? And if they're football players, does that automatically make them guys, or do we have to see them do work before we know that they're before we get a good idea that they're guys? Well, these are questions that are not answered about Wisconsin, which is why I'm bearish on the Badgers going into this season. I think this is the year of the Hawkeye, unfortunately, because I'm not satisfied. I don't like. I don't have a good enough idea that these guys are doing the work. So basically, what you're saying is. You don't necessarily trust Iowa not to piss down their own leg at Northwestern at the end of October, but you think it won't matter. Yes. All right. There's a bold prediction. I'll give them 15 minutes about Northwestern, I guess. Well, I mean, because... Why don't we... Let's stick the thing about Juwan Howard in the Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. We seriously only did like 16 or so minutes. There's nothing else to say. Like, their their recruits are boring. They're... I mean, they're, they're, they're... They really are Iowa with no culture. You know what I mean? Because you can riff yeah, on a lot of they, Iowa things. Yeah, well, okay, yes. Yeah. So you mean, I thought you meant, like, the Iowa team doesn't have a culture. Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't talking about the team. Yeah. I was talking about, like, right. like, like, just things you can riff on. There's nothing fun about Northwestern, because we made the wine and cheese jokes, and we could have made those for Michigan. They are hoity-toity. They are arrogant. They do think they're better than everyone else. I mean, the, like, tar- who am I to make tart jokes when yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I wonder how many times they had to break out the tarp last year in the middle of a division-winning season. Well, because remember attendance lags results. Yeah, and you remember what they did to start the season. Right, right. <laughs> like, like, I wonder if that's just going to be like like the quietest division run, title run of all time. Like, like, like the one that the fewest people saw. Um. Well, the question really is, did they host Nebraska or did they go there? Because I don't. Um... They hosted Nebraska. So, so yeah, no, they, they would have been. They would have sold that out. Um... Actually, no. They they sold. Well, they sold out Wisconsin and Notre Dame, presumably oh. to those fans. Right. And Wisconsin's fans are not quiet. So. Yeah. See, now they didn't sell nearly as many tickets to Illinois fans. It was ten thousand less attendance there. <laughs> Because oh, Illinois so fans against, were not as excited about that game. Against their ostensible primary rival, they sold less tickets than to any of the other conference games. Actually, no. At home. That was actually the lowest attendance they had for any home game last year. Um, lower than Duke and Akron. Lower than Akron after getting waxed by Duke. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it just goes to show you how. Was I mean, that was that over? Was the game also Thanksgiving weekend? Is that what happened there? Well, it is, but see, okay. that's where most okay. of the Illini well, fans are. Okay, now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Might it be the lessons that you know? I'd almost be curious to know. Could we think of a division champion in any Power Five conference that's probably 
netted less attendance over the course of their division title season than Northwestern did last year. I don't... I bet we can't because I'm betting Ryan Field is probably smaller than most other Division I venues. I mean, it had Washington State not fucked it up. <laughs> right, maybe. Um, Although... They love their coach for damn good reason. Well, yeah, but I still don't know how good they're doing attendance-wise. I mean, there's just not people there. Well, I mean, because the, the other thing is, if you're a neutral observer, what game would you rather go to, Washington State and or Northwestern, if they have the same record at the end of the year? I'm going to Washington State every hundred time. times out of 100. So it's yeah. like, it's not just how much winning they're doing, it's also how fun they are for the locals to watch. Yeah, prove us wrong. I think that's what we're going with. It's the least popular division champion in Power 5 Conference history. Your source for Big Ten talk. It's off tackle. Empire!